This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, since I'm not watching the Olympics, um, I've been busy turning my gaze to... Big Brother, celebrity Big Brother, in fact, uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and I have watched many seasons of Big Brother. Bradley Trainer is yeah. fairly new to this game. I I need. Uh, I've got questions because I started watching this season because um, I love the idea of a celebrity Big Brother right in our own country. They have, you know, of course, one in the UK, but it's. It's not readily accessible to the average audience. It's not accessible at all, and so, they steal our celebrities. So, so what else? Um, I watched, I've been watching this season. I watched the fifth episode. Sixth episode was on last night. I haven't seen that yet, so don't spoil anything, please. Mm-hmm. But the fifth episode, you've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and uh, if, if you haven't seen it, I'm not, well, maybe I'm going to spoil something, but really, you do with that what you will. Um. I don't understand how they know how to play the game because I don't understand how to play the game. Mm -hmm. And like these people are strategizing in a way that would leave me like it's next level, right? Completely confused. Like I'm watching and I'm like, I think I need to watch this again because I don't understand what they're saying. I literally had to have Don explain some of this to me earlier today. Can you please explain to me um, like how the game works? Well, I mean, I know how the game yeah. works in okay. the sense of like you're trying to remain the last man standing. Right. Okay, so the the way that it all begins is every every week or every this is expedited so it's not every it's week, fast, but the yeah. beginning of it's like a yeah, the beginning of the game or the beginning of each sort of inning, let's call it, whatever. It starts with a head of household competition. So you do a physical or a um endurance competition that determines who the head of household is. And I should also say like, they'll do like a quiz or an endurance or a physical contest to determine the head of the household. Yeah. Head of household moves out of the, like literally physically then moves out of the dorm style rooms in the downstairs area of the house into a suite upstairs where they have some extra perks. Like they can watch all the rooms of the house. They can't necessarily hear what's going on, but they can see who's talking to each other, which is crazy. Um, and then they, they have a locked door, et cetera. You get some luxuries, but the biggest luxury is you are exempt from being voted out of the house. Okay. But it also can put a target on your back because the person who's the head of household typically is kind of the master puppeteer for the week. Everybody's coming to them trying to stay in their good graces because eventually what happens, the next sort of play is a veto or as a, um, they vote people up on the chopping block. So the whole, all the housemates get together and they put two people up to be, uh, 
eligible to be eliminated from the competition. Okay. So there's strategy around that too, right? So if you put two people up, often you put, maybe you're going to put two people up that you don't care which one goes, or you're putting somebody you really want to go up against somebody who you probably think won't go. So then the game plays all the strategy around that. Then there's a veto competition, which awards one person the power of veto, and they can decide either if they're on the block to take themselves off, or they can decide to take another person off the chopping block and then the house head of household has to put somebody. So, um, but what I realized is they don't nominate two people that they want to get rid of. They do it to do like a backdoor with the veto. Sometimes you can do a backdoor with the power of veto. I mean, that's what they were trying to do. And and then it was ruined when Mm -hmm. Keisha Knight Pulliam went kind of off a rocker. She needed to get home. She was, she was having some issues with her kid. Yep. Uh-huh. She wanted to be out, yep. which I the thing that frustrated me about that was why didn't she just leave? She didn't need to be taken out by uh, this particular. Um, That's a good question. Method. She basically because here because Ross, Ross Matthews, uh-huh. um, who had this plan. I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point, because I didn't see last night's episode, but I'm pretty sure his plan is going to get foiled because now there's going to be all this extra time for it to be un- for his plan to be uncovered. And for the people that are the goals of his plan to find out that he's working against them, which, you know, would then throw everything out of whack because Keisha Knight Pulliam sort of was like, you have to get rid of me so I can go home and take care of my daughter when she could have just left. Okay. So I think that, okay, there's a couple things going on there. Number one, I think if you just leave, it renders you ineligible because once you get out of the house, you're part of the jury. So they get to watch everything that's happening. They get to hear the conversations all above board because they are going to vote between the final two as to who played the better game. But if you're choosing to leave, then you give up your chance to vote. So that's one of the things is I think she wanted to still be a part of the show. But the other thing is, I feel like when somebody leaves from the game, when they, I, I feel like they have to re they have to rejigger how they're going to play the game. And so she could have, created a ripple effect that wasn't necessarily her intention either way i don't know i think every way you slice it she was going to leave anyway you're right yeah, so, she so like for example they just took um omarosa out um for, on a medical thing yeah like so and i would assume in this case it was a medical thing because she's saying that she couldn't breast uh she couldn't pump enough milk yeah like her body was not allowing her to pump enough milk to feed her daughter so to me i'm like why well so then why should that affect the gameplay at all you had a medical issue i don't know that that frustrated me because it made me feel like i watched an episode for nothing because at the end of the episode it was just everybody voting to get rid of her but what was really interesting to me about the episode is when you start to look at the strategy and see this is what is so messed up about that game it's like a psychological um meltdown in full effect is you're watching people try to save themselves and they're negotiating deals with people that are essentially going to be null and void by next week, also trying to keep their plate clean so that nobody is going to look at them. The strategy of it is like mind blowing. Did you, Do you feel like you would be a good player? 
No, I would crumble. I, I like to think I'd be really good at it, but I don't know what my strategy would be. I really wish we could play this game, but you know, we were talking about this. Uh, I was talking about this with Dawn earlier because she, you know, she like watches every. She watches all the live feeds, and I've she's been watching like, the live feeds. It's amazing in it to win it. And um, I said it's a, it's it would be fun in some way for all, us all to play. You know, like if we did that as a project down and dirty, but like we have to work together. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that would be a good idea because, you know, it's one thing to be like, we're all going to play this game and then we're going to go about our lives separately. I think it would just do like there'd be too much drama. Oh, it's insane. But it would be fun to play this game nonetheless, because I think it would really just stretch you as a person to figure out like what you're capable of doing. I think you'd actually be really good at this game. Really? Yes. Why? I have because no ability to stretch. Like that's I not would true. crumble so fast. No, no you wouldn't. Holly you'd is here awesome. with me because yes. Holly and Holly was totally nodding because you are you have this way of re- you think about what other people's motives are in a way that like is not natural to me at all. You're a very thoughtful person. Yeah, Bradley. you really are. Mm-hmm. And I I think that you would be. I think you would more than anything. You'd probably know have a sixth sense about what was going on around you in a way that a lot of times people don't on that show. Yeah. Like meta world peace is like in his own that cloud. Dude, that dude was like fighting with flamingos yeah. in the hot tub. He he's having his, he's having a special moment by himself. He's he doesn't know how to play the game and th- he's somebody who people, they're not going to worry about him until it gets closer to the end because he's going to be an easy one to pick off or I just, or he'll be an easy one to be up against because he's not playing the game at all. And I know we got to go, but I just don't understand how you like at some point you're going to be lying to people. Yes. Everybody lies to somebody. Every time somebody goes into that house and says my entire my entire strategy is going to be uh, to be honest they can't you cannot you can't. do it you there's cannot. no way so everybody is stabbing each other in the back it is but then I wouldn't love you it. just go crazy because you're like yes everything you're saying to me right now is probably a lie yes oh god yes and that's why they have psychologists on staff now when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um we do this thing in the beginning of our show we call it blinded by the item it's in the first hour of the colleen and bradley show where we go through blind items uh that are written by an entertainment lawyer well sometimes we do those and then things come out in the news that harken back to blind items that we think we maybe solved a little while ago well it's happened and we like to point it out when it does happen we've got two stories that are from old blind items that have been revealed and we will come back with those on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 Lori, we all have our reasons to live longer healthier lives someday i'll be as fabulous of a glamour as you to someday get invited back to the red carpet in Hollywood. To get revenge on Jason for publicly shaming us over our drinks with fake Donna Mills. Wasn't me. Exactly. We all have our reasons to make heart-healthy choices and live longer. And that's why, once again, My Talk 1071 invites you to go red and fab for women's heart health. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red. There we've got links to helpful info from the American Heart Association, a calendar of fun heart events taking place this month, and an emotional video featuring a local Twin Cities family impacted by heart disease, the number one killer of both men and women. Go red and fab and find ways to live healthier. Use my talk, keyword red. Love to solve blind items on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. It's like Sudoku for the celebrity obsessed. Yes. 
uh, especially on our station, which is Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. So we have, whenever we see a blind item that we solved weeks ago, kind of simmer back up into the tabloids, we get a little bit excited. Yeah, for sure. Because it sort of confirms for us that NT Lawyer, who runs this site that we get our blind items from, crazydaysandnights.net, is really does have his finger on the pulse like we hope he does. So a couple things have sort of found their way into the tabloids that we have to talk about. One of them was the other day. I was like, you guys, we said that Jennifer Garner was going to go public with her boyfriend, and I thought her boyfriend was Josh Duhamel because I saw it on the cover of a magazine. Yeah, it turns out, though, uh, she stepped out Wednesday afternoon, that is Valentine's Day in Brentwood, California, the 45-year-old actress did. And by the way, she just looks great for 45 years old. Um, she stepped out with, oh, look at this, a mystery man. And it's not Josh Demel. Interesting. Unless he's put on some weight. And changed um, his face. And changed his face, mostly. <laughs> um, he uh, is not Josh Dumel, And there are pictures of them walking around, uh, you know, of course, that Jennifer and Ben divorced back in 2015. Mm -hmm. So it should not be a shock at this point that she is uh, with somebody else. But I will say she uh, wrapped her arm around this unidentified man, leaned into him, among Mm -hmm. other things, while running errands Sunday morning in Brentwood. So So it looks like they were running errands together. Yeah. And, you know, a guy doesn't usually put his arm around a lady and she returned the favor if they're not maybe more than friends. Interesting. Now, there were pictures of her and Josh Duhamel. You'll remember Duhamel. Is it Duhamel? Duhamel. 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 Something like that. Anyway, um, those pictures looked completely photoshopped. Right. So what are we to make of this then? Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're being thrown off the scent somehow. Um, but if she was going... I mean, this could be going public with him. The, yeah, but the, the blind, but the item, blind was, item said uh-huh. that it was with an actor, I'm assuming, right? No, all it said was her ex-husband awkwardly met him once when he was drunk or something like that or bumped into him once. There was like some, all the only indication we had was that there was an awkward meeting with, which by the way, wouldn't have the ring of truth when it comes to Josh Duhamel, because uh, she was in a movie with Josh Duhamel, which would tell you that he would have met him probably more than once. Yeah, you think. Right? Because they would have done press together, or there would have been there would have been more opportunity to meet each other. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i more inclined to believe whoever this mystery man is, is somebody well, who we should be paying attention to. they're obviously romantically inclined. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and so we should just keep our... Uh, our, our What's it called? Antennas up. Antennae. Keep our, our antennae up. Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcasts I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Now, here's another one that uh, has sort of been revealed. And I have to, I'm vaguely recalling, I will tell you, trying to search for old blind items is really difficult because you have to remember the terms that were used in the blind item in order to search for it because there aren't names attached, right? Yeah. So I have to go to our, um, what we will call our uh, blind item historian. Her name is Holly to try to recall Holly also, by the way, has like a mind of steel, a memory of steel to try to remember about this blind item. But recently you read a, a blind item, Holly, that we determined was about Kristen Stewart. Yes. Do you recall kind of the gist of it loosely? Because it's you just, we just need a loose gist. Well, the loose... Mm. <laughs> Might want to get that looked at. Uh-huh. I got but, a loose gist. <laughs> but the loose gist of this blind item is that Kristen Stewart is putting herself in positions to be photographed in order to revamp her career. Specifically, being photographed... Maybe with her ex, Robert Pattinson, because Maybe. her career tanked after they broke up. Well, yes, that and the circumstances under which they broke up, where she cheated on Robert Pattinson with mm-hmm. the director of Snow White, the movie that she was doing. Which and also, it was just- we got to go back and revisit that time of life, knowing what we know now about directors and producers and actresses. Can I? Um, yeah. Yeah. Were you done? I mean, I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, I was just, I just, that was a side thought. Go ahead. Um, I actually now, I got an email or a text or what do you call them things? A message on Facebook. An email? And an email, Mm -hmm. both about Scott Bayo that tell sort of people's perspective uh, about him having met him in person. And we've been talking a lot today about Scott Bayo. Do you want to hear those? Can we do that after the break so yeah. I can just quick finish the loop on the Kristen Stewart yeah, story? So we will get to those. That's a tease right there. Um, but right now, I'll just really quickly tell you that uh, in relation to that old blind item that we solved regarding Kristen Stewart and trying to re- revitalize her career, apparently Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, her ex-boyfriend, they used to live together the whole nine yards. They went out to a bar recently together um, and Twilight fans went bonkers. They were at a bar in Los Angeles over the last weekend uh, and the two looked like, quote, friends just hanging out and uh, Twitter went bonkers with it, which does absolutely kind of confirm that she's doing things that are going to get her name in print, get her photographs in the tablards. And uh, Kristen Stewart, watch out. She's trying to revitalize the career and she's trying to do it by going out with her ex-boyfriend. Weird. Okay, now when we come back, we are going to talk about those Scott Bayo messages we got from people who actually mm, met him. Juicy. They are juicy. And uh, thank you to you, our dear listeners, who are sharing your experiences with Scott Bayo with us. We'll read those and perhaps get to some crazy stupid idiots after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.
It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Scott Bayo. Just kidding. He's not here. Wow. But we are talking about Scott Bayo because he, we named yeah. him our D bag today and we got two separate messages from people who had one-on-one dealings with Scott Bayo. Now, we're going to get to the actual crazy, stupid idiots in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's crazy, stupid, and idiotic Um, enough. So Barbara sent us an email, and uh, she says she... Here, I'll just read uh, from her email. Ran a party venue in L.A. Uh, He, that is Scott Bayo, was a guest at a studio party. The rudest, most condescending jerk I ever saw. Rude to all. Very huge ego. Thought he was the most important person in the place. Very nasty to my bartender. Called her filthy names uh, when she was all excited to be waiting on him. Wanted me to throw out a senior couple who took his picture. Never met a has-been who thought he was such a star. A rude, pathetic, nasty little person. I was thrilled he was a has-been. Met many people who were actually important in the industry, and he's the only one who was totally obnoxious. A total jerk who needed his filthy mouth washed out. Big fan of your show. Thanks for the fun. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Barbara. Then, over on Facebook, I get this message from Paige who says, get this. Now, take this for what it's worth. Wait, can I also just say anything, something, anytime something starts with get this, I am all ears. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to get this. I mean, literally, you're going to get this. Yeah. Uh, She says, regarding Scott Baio, many years ago, when he was at the height of his popularity, I stood in line with my 13 and 14 year old friends to meet him. He asked one of us to meet him at his hotel room, told her location, room number and time. She did, but thankfully brought her mother along. Being so young, she didn't yet have her driver's license and needed a ride. He was pissed when he opened the door. And mom was there. My friend was young and naive, but he had intent. So, again, take that for what it's worth. But I'm just saying, I'm just Sharon. I thought you were Bradley. Yeah, I'm, I'm Bradley, but right now I'm Sharon. <laughs> These stories. Oh, wow. Can Ugh. we cleanse the palate before we move on to I, more stupidity? I think that's probably a good plan. Fantastic. I want to give away something. Do it! Yes, and that's something that I want to give away is a $100 gift card that you can use to the Copper Hen. Ooh, that is the brunch spot. It's really good. It's really good. And the you get a $100 gift card to the Copper Hen if you are the third caller. 651 They have really good... They have this... Um, can I give out the number? Yeah, fine. 651 651-641-1071. Bradley, please tell us what your favorite item at they the Copperhead is. He's really excited. Yeah. Well, no, but uh, they have, if I remember correctly, a um, Bloody Mary. And on the Bloody Mary for brunch, they have, I don't drink, but I have a Virgin Mary uh, uh-huh. on occasion. Uh, they It comes with like a cupcake slash uh, uh, muffin. I think it's, in fact, called a cupcake muffin. Mm. No, it's amazing. Okay, good to know. Go to the Copper Hen. All right, good to know. Thank you for that. Now, with no further ado, the crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 
Yeah. So we're going to Florida. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Bradenton, Florida, in fact. And I want to tell you there uh, about Corinthian Jones. That's 19-year-old quite a name. Corinthian Jones, biblical in nature, I'm assuming. <sighs> Corinthian Jones was an aggrieved customer who complained that her Cuban sandwich from the 7-Eleven was not sufficiently warm. Okay, first of all, the 7-Eleven has Cuban sandwiches? 7-Elevens are a far superior convenient experience. I miss that. Uh, So, uh, Corinthian Jones, 19 years old, purchased her uh, Cubano sandwich and very quickly turned it into a Cuban missile crisis. Uh Uh-oh. By hurtling the Cuban sandwich that was mediocrely warm. Tepid. At the face of the 7-Eleven employee. So she threw took took a couple of bites, Ms. Jones did, from one half of the sandwich, discovered it was cold, so then returned to 7-Eleven and asked 26-year-old Victoria Vasquez, the clerk, to please reheat the sandwich. Apparently, the two got into a verbal altercation, and at that point, uh, Jones asked Vasquez again to heat the sandwich, a request which apparently Vasquez agreed to. But when the the 7-Eleven employee reached for the grub, Jones threw the Sammy in her face. (gasps) Yes, she was struck in the face by a Cuban sandwich. Mm -hmm. Uh, What happened to her? She died. What? From a Cuban sandwich? Yes, because everybody knows Cuban sandwiches are highly dangerous. That didn't happen. Prone to revolution. No, um, in fact, she was fine, but... Uh, Miss Corinthian Jones did end up going to jail and she died. No, really? No, she didn't. Okay. Can can we, can I talk, can we go over here and talk about this other thing about that story that I am enamored with the notion that at the 7-Eleven, somebody else microwaves your sandwich for you. That is like, that's a classy convenience store. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry because like at the SA, they have a microwave available for you to use. Yeah. But you got to microwave well, you know, your own stuff. Again, 7 Eleven is a superior convenience experience. We got to get some of those. Remember when we used to have those? We got to get no, some more. I don't think we ever did, did we? Like forever ago, yeah. Really? Right? I think we did. I just wish we had a white hen. Mm, yes. The white hen pantry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a thrifty white drug. Uh, let's now go to China. Can we do so? Please. I'm just China go to China. That was cute. Um, well, in China, okay, you know how this goes. Like, yeah, because I've been there many times. No, but you know how this goes when you're going on a mode of transportation, say a train or an airplane, you have to go through a security uh, experience and you have to put your, your, your purse or your bag or your luggage through the x-ray machine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all just do it and then you go through the metal detector and you meet it on the other side and then you can have it again, right? Yeah. But it, you do feel a little weird letting that thing go on that conveyor belt. Well, this woman felt a little weird, and she decided to take matters into her own hands when she put her purse on the conveyor belt, and she didn't want to let go of it, so she joined it. She joined her purse on the conveyor belt through the x-ray machine for baggage, and she went through the x-ray machine for baggage. She climbed onto the to the belt. belt. How does that even work? How could she She fit? went on the belt. Uh, you can see pictures of her in the x-ray 
in the x-ray alongside her bag. I mean, she's got a lot of stuff in her bag, too. It look, like, I, she's got a couple, like, pots, it looks like. I mean, like, she... It, well, pots? That, yes, a, like a cooking pot. Or maybe it's a crock pot. I don't know. She's got some weird stuff in her bag. But she also is... Uh, she also went through with her bag. And then when she got out on the other side, she tried to climb off the conveyor belt. Well, you and you can see her bones. Yes, it's That's crazy. And her innards. Yeah. And also, what's what's that? I know, right? Which, Ooh. what are we looking at? Like in that area. In her, oh, I don't know. They should be looking what at that, though. all those blue things? I think that's her outfit. Are those buttons? Maybe. Weird. Uh, anyway, she uh, climbed off the conveyor belt uh, on the way on the other side and was intercepted. Did she get, um, like, are you going to get cancer doing that? Well, I, I assume that that x-ray machine is the same as the one that you walk through, right? Or that you put your arms no, up No, I would hope it's a lot more... Uh, Severe, right? There's a reason humans don't go through those x-ray machines. Yeah, why wouldn't they just let you lay on them and go through? Can you imagine how long that would take? It'd be kind of fun, though. Um, I don't know. We should ask her. In any case, uh, she ended up checking her bags anyway, which is so bizarre. (laughs) Checked her bag in her suitcase. So, like, didn't want to let go of it to walk around the x-ray machine, but then checked it. She was fine with checking it, so... Oh, there you just go. Just trying to keep her stuff. She was just trying to trying to keep track of it, you know, like you do. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have a daily snap judgment for you. That's a this or that question we ask you every day on the My Talk Facebook page. And today the question was. Oh, I'm very excited for this one. Do nuts. Are you okay? I'm fine. Or cupcakes. Donuts are cupcakes. We just needed something that was going to make us smile today. Mm. And uh, donuts Mm. and cupcakes will make us all smile. And then we'll check in with our friend Donnie after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Who's Donnie? Recently over. Just realized how hard this question is that we asked on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's so hard. Zero hard. On My Talk 1071. That's what she's Streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and cupcakes and donuts. <sighs> that is the question we asked you, our daily snap judgment. We do it every single day over on the MyTalk Facebook page. And uh, we put two things up against each other and we ask you to answer the question and then you do so and we judge you for your answers. Today, the question, as noted, was... The question, as per noted, was donuts... Or cupcakes. Oh, excuse me. Cupcakes. cupcakes. I was trying to be clever and that bit of backfired. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Kathy said. Okay. Kathy said. Uh, thank you. Kathy said, oh, I love you guys. I just listened to a sad interview about yesterday and then I scrolled down to cupcakes or donuts. You're the best. She did not answer the question. I'll give her a ding. But we will ding her. Yeah. Because she was kind of, oh, we got the old ding Ding back. the dog! Yay! Okay. Um, <laughs> well, we know what Bradley's also, thinking about this By afternoon. the way, that's also the, the uh, title of a chapter of my autobiography. Uh, yes. Ding the dong! Now look what Richard said. Um, just kidding, nobody named Richard answered the question. <laughs> thank you, Holly. A- uh, <laughs> thank you. Crystal said, this is probably the hardest question you've ever asked. I guess I choose donuts. Wow. I like how it was so hard. And then she's like, eh, well, don't. Because she knows the rules. She has to answer. 
Melody said, thanks a lot. Now I want a cupcake. So I guess that's my answer. <laughs> Laura said, donuts. Cupcakes are too messy when you are on the run. Oh, that would be really good. What? Cupcakes on a run? On a what? I'm just Careful. saying like, it would be fun to cancel things out while you're, you know, going for a long run. Oh, sure. Right? Well, yeah. yeah I mean, it would cancel the work that you're doing out. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Megan said cupcakes today because buttercream frosting sounds really good right now. Amy says raspberry filled white glazed donuts. Raspberry filled glazed donuts. Okay, so it just so happens that yesterday, mm. by some stroke of luck, I got to eat a donut in the morning mm-hmm. and then somebody gave me a cupcake later in the day. Wow, you had a banner day yesterday. I know. Thank you for understanding. And that's why I find this question to be so difficult. Okay, what's your answer, though? I don't have time for all this shenanigans. My answer is definitively donuts. That is the correct answer. The correct answer is donut. Why? Because, (laughs) look, to me, when you pair up the two... Donut always wins because very rarely have I had a a media. I think your chances of having a mediocre donut are less likely as compared to the likelihood that you'll have a a mediocre cupcake. Right. Mediocre cupcakes are kind of par for the course. As far as I'm concerned, oftentimes cupcakes are too dry and or there's not enough frosting. Mm -hmm. Why are you laughing at me? I don't think any. I heard laughter. Oh, Holly's laughing. Yeah. At the dry at the dry. Cupcake. I laugh because I agree with you. Mm. Oh, okay, good. I think that's it's a, a laugh. It's a laugh of oh, agreement. Yes, it's a wonderful insight into the world of baked goods. Mm-hmm. Are you done now? That was it. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, you know, oh. what does Holly think? Uh, Holly's on Team Donut. I think. Yeah, Donut for the hat trick, right? Thank you, a hat trick. For those of you who don't know, that's three goals. Mm-hmm. Right. Three goals? That is correct. Thank In the you. game of hockey, Thank you. three goals is called a hat trick. Thank you. What? I know. What? Now, let us introduce our so friend. Where, where am I? Our friend Donnie has joined us. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. He shoots. He scores. It's a hat trick. That's a hat trick. Okay. Can you make it a quad trick? No. No. Why is it called a hat trick? Uh, Somebody Google that while I just say Donnie. Yes. Donnie comes to our show at the very end of it to say hello. And because he's not going to criticize us. And then in turn, we celebrate him. Okay. We got a phone call from Jason earlier in the show, Donnie, because uh, he was upset. Jason from our morning show. You know him? Familiar? Okay. Rings a bell. I know him. And it turned into, we. he called us because he found out that we were upset because he didn't say I love you back. When we said I love you, he hung up like you did. And he wanted to kind of make good on that. But it turned quickly into reasons why Julia has been banned from our shows. <laughs> what? What's a left turn? Well, Julia has been banned from Jason's show. She has. Because... Mm. He has a little his side project, show. his yeah. TV show. Yeah, I've heard about that. Because he keeps on inviting her on and she never will come. She, she keeps saying no. I'm just I'm busy. She I'm wants a TV show. Yeah, but she won't go on yeah, the TV. Do the work. So there's that. And then um, she's been on our show, of course, because whenever she comes in, she tells us how dumb our segments are. <laughs> well. So there's that. Yeah, right. What? What's that? Did well, Donnie answer the cupcake or? Not yet. Donut? Uh, what was the cupcake or donut? 
Yeah. Oh, uh, donut. I stutter? I'm going to go with it. Jeez. Wow. Bradley what got into a problem? mood. Bradley has just, some fights. Yeah, he does. Yeah, well, just because he didn't know what a hat trick was. Yeah. Wait, what was your answer? Donut? Donut. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. So that's a quad trick. It's a quad trick. It's a 4 That's not bad. I like that. It's a 4 pretty good. Yeah. Uh, have we learned why uh, the three goals in a hockey uh, game uh, is called a hat trick? Uh, no, yet. but I was looking at three strikes bowled consecutively is what? A turkey. Turkey. Thank you. I know that from Celebrity yeah. Bowling. Watch it on Amazon. <laughs> okay. Didn't need to know that, but whatever. Is that an old show? Oh, my God, oh, yes. God, but yes. it needs to come back, I'm telling you. Just I just for the fashion alone, you should Celebrity watch Bowling. And it's they're all young. All right. Now. All of your favorite celebrities when they're young. I hate to break the conversation about Celebrity Bowling. Yeah. But, but yeah. I do have the origin of the meaning of hat trick. Okay, okay. tell us. It was first used in cricket... In the late 19th century, referring to the club presentation of a new hat to a bowler taking three wickets success- successively. Oh, so jolly it, its origins are in the game cricket. The cricket. But oh, now we use it in ice it, hockey. Because okay. really, ice hockey is just ice cricket, right? But uh, they didn't no. want to call it. Oh, no. You guys, I'm joking. Jeez, oh, no. Louise, really tough like baseball, right? crowd. Now, do you know what a pure hat trick is? Uh, it's... Stop it! She's gonna no, say no. There dumb. is a, such a thing. <laughs> you and can't even hockey, do it. Pure like, hat trick. It's um, where you... don't it's go there. The... Okay, yeah. go ahead. Don't, don't, no, don't tell us. Go. A pure hat trick would be if you score uh your your team's three you you score three goals for your team in a row. In oh, words, so it's you 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 pure same hat trick. person oh. three same times. person three times pure hat trick. I can't. Thank you. Anyway, can we just yeah. talk about yes. donuts? Donuts. And okay, what's your favorite kind of donut? Mine? Uh, oh, sorry. Anybody. I love a raised glaze. Just a ra- that would be raised like glaze. if I said you can have any donut right now. I have a donut uh, one. Raised glaze? Yeah, or apple fritter, but that it doesn't one. feel very donuty to me. Donut. It's a donut. Is it? Yeah. Oh, then apple fritter. Apple fritter. Bing. Thank you. Donnie. Yay. Yay, love a chocolate donut. Mm. Chocolate donut. Holly? An old fashioned cake donut. Ooh, old fashioned With cake donut. Powdered sugar. Is that like did no weird powdered things sugar? To you, no powdered no sugar. No powdered sugar. Plain? Powdered want, sugar is a joke. Yeah. I want a glaze. <laughs> uh, what do they call those? It's. I guess it, you would call it a cake donut, but it's uh, like, like an those old sour fashioned cream. Glaze. Oh yeah, cake donut. Uh-huh. Okay, hold on. There's a name for those. Maybe mm. an old fashioned, but glazed. Sour glazed. cream cake donut. Sour cream cake donut. Yeah. Jelly donuts? Anybody like jelly donuts? No. No, 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 no. ish. No. no. But Claire, I do like you a- know why? I don't want anything that is trying to act like it could possibly maybe be healthy anywhere near my donut. <laughs> what? You know In what I mean? Jelly is donut. It- <laughs> no, because there, you know that there are people what? that are like, oh, jelly, because oh, it's, it's fruit. fruit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's like when I, I was in my home ec class in middle school <laughs> when I said that my eating chips and salsa counted as a serving of vegetables. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, hey, look, exactly. when we were kids, ketchup was a vegetable. Mm. So. Why not? Franks were a meat. <laughs> oh, you, you're talking about yeah, no, hot dogs. Hot dogs. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Don't. Neither do we. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't. Fruit, as a general rule, like that is that is a second tier dessert item. First tier oh, yeah. is chocolate, second caramel. Tier. You have tears? Yes. Yes. Something creamy. Yeah, like something. I will always prefer the chocolate, caramel, vanilla experience. Uh-huh. Before I would descend to Fruit Town. Fat over fruit. fruit yeah, town. fat over fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Won't you come to Fruity Town? Fruity Town.
Town. Okay, stay tuned for Lori and Julia coming up next. We're done with this. Bye. My Talk 107.1.